All right, all right, all right. Another episode of Jason's Garage coming at you. I'm just kind of shooting from the hip, which I usually do anyway. Um, want to talk tonight about just doing the right thing, being a good technician, being a good salesman, being a good mechanic, um, just being a good person in, in general. Um, you know, you you got to be honest in this industry because there are a lot of dishonest people and they make us all look bad, you know. Um, you know, people, people just get, they have the general idea over the years that when they go into an auto shop, they're going to get ripped off. And, you know, we need to, we need to squash that stigma. And it's, it's really hard. Um, you know, when people find a good mechanic, an honest mechanic, they'll pay you whatever you want. You don't have to, you don't have to gouge them. You don't have to rip them off. You don't have to sell them stuff they don't need because, you know, you're trying to make money. Um, you just need to be honest. You know, you need to, to explain everything that's wrong with the vehicle in detail. You know, you need to gain their trust and you need to keep their trust. And, you know, you're not going to gain their trust by getting a bad reputation as being a rip-off mechanic or, you know, taking 10 times longer than it needs to be. You know, they don't... They don't want their car to be down very long because, you know, this day and age, people can't afford to have more than one car per person. You know, if it's a two-person family, they might have two cars. They may only have one. So, you know, downtime is a big issue to them. So you need to, you know, if they call to make an appointment and, you know, you say, well, you know, they call in on Monday and you say, well, we're kind of backed up, can't get in until Friday, you know. And they tell you what they need. Say, so, well, I just need a brake job and oil change. And, you know, I just want you to give it a good check out for winter time. You know, so, you know, you should be able to get that done in one day as long as you're not a one-man gang, which there are a lot of one-man gangs out there. And, you know, my hats are off to you guys because it's this is a tough industry to get into. It's a tough industry to be, you know, uh, you know, profitable. And, and, and you, you know, you've got to be, you got to be on your toes. You know, it's very competitive. Um, you know, there's a lot of big name auto repair companies out there, and they're buying up all the little companies that are just absorbing them and making the you know making the big companies big, and the and the little companies are going away. So, you know, all my independent guys out there and gals, you know, my hats off to you. And if you know, is there any way I can help you? You know, just let me know. Um, you know, I've worked in small shops. I've worked in big shops. I've worked in dealerships, you know, I work for, you know, a, a county now, a municipality. Um, so yeah, you just, you gotta be very honest. You gotta be very true, you know, you know, take the time to explain things, you know, you know, try to avoid any kind of, uh, you know, confrontation with them. You know, that's the last thing you want to do with a customer is be rude or confrontational or condescending you know don't make them feel like they're ignorant you know you know they don't know how to fix the car there that's why they're bringing it to you you know not everybody knows what we know how to do like you know i don't know how to fix computers or tvs or you know my hvac system at my house you know and i'm very polite to those people you know i i need them just like our customers need us you know you got you got to take that into you know account i've i've worked for many people over the years you know like gosh i hate these customers they're, they're so dumb and it's like well 
they don't know. They don't know how to do it. That's why they're bringing it to you. You're the professional. You know, it's like you going to the doctor. Like, you don't know anything about the human body. You know, but you know your belly hurts or your foot hurts or your arm hurts. So, you go to the professional. You know, just be, be educated. Be polite. You know, be very, very descriptive on what you're doing. Like I said, the whole thing about taking notes and documentation. It's like, you have to be able to explain why you want their money, why you want to fix their car, you know, and, and, and on the other side of it, you know, you want to be, you want to keep them as a customer. So you've got to take, the, go the extra mile. Like I said, you know, do little things for them that, you know, don't, don't cost you any money. Like I said, washing their window or, you know, take their floor mat out and flick it off. Cause it's got a bunch of trash on it and stuff. And not from you. You better have a floor mat in there or something to cover it up and not make a mess. You know, and just let them know, you know, like, hey, uh, you know, just anything. You know, just try and, try and help them out. Keep them comfortable. You know, that way they're going to be a really good customer to you. Um, you know, I don't, I don't like rip-off mechanics, you know. Um, I'm not going to talk bad about them because, you know, that's unprofessional. But on the other side of the coin, they do make us all look bad. And, you know, I want to I wanna get rid of that stigma. And I know it's going to be really hard because this is something that's happened many, many times over the years. You know, and it's embedded in people's mind that, you know, well, oh, going to the car shop, and, you know, they're going to take all the money out of my wallet. I probably have to take out a second mortgage on the house or something, you know, of that nature or whatever. But it's really not that bad. But, yeah, let's just... Let's take the extra time, you know, help people out, you know, get it out there that you're a good, good technician. You're an honest technician and, and you'll make, you'll make lots of money. You know, and it'll be honest work, you know, and it's just, you know, it'll be, it'll be good for everybody. It'll make us all look great, you know? Um, but yeah, I just, that's, it's always something that's bared down on my mind is how I hear about people taking, you know, shops taking advantage of people and it's like you know man i am just i'm I'm really sorry that that happened to you you know i promise to you it's not going to happen here i'm going to go out of my way to make sure you know everything that's going on with your car needs to be fixed you know and then there's going to be a couple little things that are going to need attention in the future you know so you can kind of explain to them like hey you know i noticed you know the you got a shock leaking on the front or you know you got a headlight starting to haze over we might be able to clean that up or we might need to replace the lens but you know you don't have to do it right now i just want to let you know and then that kind of plants a seed and then as they think about it, they're like well you know we've got a little bit of extra money this month let's take the car to the shop and get those headlights fixed because we're going to go on a long trip and i'd really like to be able to see at night you know there you've gained another job because you're honest. You didn't say you have to do this now or you're going to crash and burn and die. Don't do that. And don't ever use safety as a sales point. That's, that's wrong. You know, that, that, that scares the heck out of people. You know, you should always say, you know, don't use it as a safety. Just say, Hey, if it was me, I would do this, but you know, I'm not you. And I don't know what your financial situation is now. I don't know what your time restraint system, you know, situation is now. You know, just just let them let them make the decision. Don't ever force anything on the customer. Let them decide what they want to do because in the long run, you know, they decide whose customers they're going to be. You know, I've heard this time and time again where 
guys leave a job and then their former employee tries to take them to court over taking their customers you know you you took my customer you did this you did that you know and i've you know had a personal friend this happened to and it went to court you know and it went through and the whole thing was and you know and the judge finally came down and he says you know what the customers decide whose customers they want to be if you want to provide a great service and be honest they're going to be your customers you know those customers are not your customers you do not own them you know they are the boss you know the customer is the boss like there's a guy that i worked for you know here just recently and that was his whole spiel was you know the customer is the boss you need to report to them and you know let them know what's going on and then they'll tell you what to do and what they want to do and what they can afford to do and what they have time to have done to the vehicle you know and and let them make the decision as to what is a safety problem or what is a you know a, a drivability issue or that sort of thing so yeah let's just keep it honest keep it real you know everybody's gonna thrive from this it's gonna be awesome I've seen it happen over the years you know it's 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 a big thing you know you've got to gain their trust you've got to be an honest mechanic and you've got to be a good technician you know mechanic you you've got to do your inspections well you're gonna hear me harp on this all the time because I've seen it happen time and time again you know a guy will get a car in and He's having problems with it and he doesn't want to ask anybody so he just keeps calling the customer and saying oh you need this oh well that didn't fix it you need this no the first time you call that customer you need to have all your ducks in a row have everything ready you know ready to explain to them what's going on because they just want to say okay let's do say you tell them they need 10 different items they're going to say well let's do one through six let's hold off on the rest you know because like i said they're the boss. They're the ones that let you know how much money they're going to take out of their pocket and let you work on their car. So, you know, it's it's trust. It's all it is. It's trust and integrity. And it's not hard to do. You know, it's human nature. We, you know, we like to take care of each other. And, they, you know, that's part of the job is taking care of each other and taking care of their car. You know, you know don't, don't say their car is an old rusty piece of crap or anything like that you know say well yeah it's getting a little age on it. it's getting little miles it needs some work you know there's some rust in some areas you might be one of concerned about but you know at this point moment in time that the car is sound it just needs some repairs to make it you know roadworthy and ready to go so yeah i said i, I think i just kind of rambled tonight just getting some ideas off my chest um but yeah just just take care of your customers you know be honest you know tuck your shirt in when you go up in the office and talk to them you know don't look like you're all sloppy and you know don't smoke out in front of the shop where they can see you you know go out back you know you don't want to you don't want to make any bad impressions you want to make all good impressions like man that guy really carries himself well and he likes to explain everything to me in detail you know sometimes Sometimes I think he gets a little long-winded, you know, and that, and that don't happen. But, you know, that means that you're trying that extra hard to explain to them exactly what's going on with the vehicle and exactly what you want to do to it. And then they'll they'll make the decision. And, and usually it's, you know, they'll say, yeah, go ahead and fix it. Call me when it's ready. I've even had customers that have been to my shop, you know, so many times as to where, 
like somebody that just started working with me or whatever they're like oh i gotta call so and so blah blah i said well you know what he's gonna do when you call him and tell him what's wrong with it he's gonna say okay when's it gonna be ready like literally he didn't care what it needed because he knew we weren't gonna rip him off and his car was gonna be ready to go so all you really had to tell him was hey bob i gotta do this 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 and this it'll be ready tomorrow okay thanks i'll see you in the morning he doesn't want to know how much it is. Most of the time, they don't care how much it is. Most of the time, they don't even care what it is because they don't know what it needs. They just want to know when they can get back in that car and turn the key and roll down the road, go where they want to go. You know, holidays are coming. They want to take a long trip to grandma's house. You know, you just got, you've got to explain to them. And you've got to gain their trust because, you know, you get customers like that where they're just like, I don't care what it needs. Just fix it. I just want to know where I can get it back. That's awesome. That is the greatest thing ever. And you're only going to have a handful of customers like that over the years. I promise you that. But, you know, most of them are just going to say, okay, well, go ahead and fix it. You know, everything sounds sounds legit. Sounds like you've done your homework on it. So, okay, you know, when can I pick it up? Well, you know, you can pick it up tonight after 5 or pick it up tomorrow around lunchtime. I'm going to be waiting on some parts, you know. And kind of always overestimate how much time it's going to take in case you run into a problem. Say you say, well, it'll be done in about four hours. Okay, great. In the back of your mind, you're thinking, well, it's only going to take me like two hours. But, you know, parts house might have a problem. I've had parts guys get in accidents. You know, you ran into some other problem. The power goes out in the shop. I mean, you know, numerous things, but, you know, if you can overpromise and underdeliver, they will be so happy. You know, say, well, it's going to be ready at four. And you call them at 3.30 or 3 o'clock and say, well, we got it all ready. You know, all the guys pitched in and everything went well. And they're like, oh, that is great. Okay, well, I'll be down there in a minute. So, and they'll be thankful. They'll bring you cookies and cakes and gift cards and pizzas. I mean, man, I've just gotten so much free stuff over the years. It's it's really great. It's a great job to be in. It's a great industry to be in. It's just all around. It's it's awesome, and I love it. And I have really done well over the years, and you will too if you know if we get all get on the same page. So with that, I'm gonna quit rambling. And let you guys go. Uh, thanks again for listening. I hope everything's you know. I hope something's helping you out or triggering something in your mind to make you a better technician. So, hey, get out there and fix something.